welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 193 of the Super Speedway podcast, recorded Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. Uh, no fancy audio this week, James. I did think about trying to pull the clip of the guy booing while Kyle Busch gave his uh, emotional speech after uh, winning <laughs> the race on Sunday, but uh, I was annoyed enough listening to it on Sunday that I didn't need to listen to it again. So yeah, once is enough. <laughs> we don't need to uh, we don't need to relive any of that. I don't know who's running that. the soundboard at Fox, but maybe maybe just kill that mic next time. Well, if Kyle Busch <laughs> wins and you're going to keep interviewing drivers at the start finish line you're gonna catch uh you're gonna catch some stuff yeah you're gonna catch some words yeah sometimes so sometimes from kyle himself right <laughs> so it's gonna you never know what you're gonna get right yeah. um yeah so uh the the bushy mcbush race 400 i i said last week that uh that a bush needed to win it and uh <laughs> kyle, me. kyle got her done the kyle bushy mcbush race yeah yep. he uh we should have known um it was the writing was on the wall. It's the Bushy McBush race. It was his birthday, and he last time he raced on his birthday he won. So yeah, two times he's won on his birthday. Um, it's two for two. Yeah, I think only one other driver's done it. I think. Yeah, there's a, there's been a couple of drivers who've won. Yeah, I, I don't have the list in front of me. Dang it, yeah. you put me on the spot. Um, yeah. but yeah, there's been a couple. I think Rusty Wallace is on that list. There's a couple other drivers who have won on their birthday, but not. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's done it twice. I thought they said on Sunday that one other driver, <clears throat> at least one other driver, had done it twice, but. Probably like Richard Petty or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. I can't. I can't. I can't talk about Cowbush winning without the uh, KFB. There we go. KFB. Had to get that in there. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, um. Sir. So seventeen seasons he has won a, at least one race, James. Isn't that isn't that incredible? That is incredible. It is incredible. I, it's got to be nice for him to get it done during the Fox half of the season. So yeah, last year he took it down to the wire. <laughs> um, and I know he said. Uh, he said post race he needs to get his average back up to five per season, so he needs ten this year. <laughs> uh, so. You know, he's <laughs> uh, he's got a little ways to go um, this year so far. But, man, yeah, that was uh, that was cool. I mean, not not his day, I guess, honestly. No, but he was up front all day. And that's definitely a vast improvement from where he was last year. He was not running uh, that high uh, all that much last year. So um, got her done, man. Took advantage. Yeah. 20 laps led on the day. Uh, finished first in stage one, uh, second in stage two. So he was there. Yep. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't rack up stage wins very often. So no. the fact that he got her in and um, now he's, you know, doesn't really have to worry about the playoff picture other than everybody in the, in the, on the series is going to win a race before we're done. When he so. was running top five and complaining about his car, I started to get a good feeling, you know, yeah. that's, yeah, you're right. When, when Kyle's running up front and still bitching, that is mm -hmm. a sign that things are yeah. going to go well. So, well, and you know, I was listening to Dale Jarrett talk about Kyle a little bit and, uh, he had something that was really kind of stuck out to me. He's like, Kyle Busch cares about stats. He mm -hmm. always brings them up and that's fine. Like th that is something that motivates him when you race as much as he does. And you've won as much as he does. Uh, you're, you're aiming for higher goals. Yep. Um, he'll, he'll probably never catch David Pearson and Richard Petty in total wins. Like getting to a hundred is going to be, I mean, there was a time Eric, we thought maybe, right. Um, it's, it's such a long way to go still. Uh, but, you know, getting 17 straight seasons, he's one behind Richard now. Uh, he he's there. He's with those guys for some of these records. You know yeah. that that seem like they may be unattainable. I don't know if anybody's going to catch Kyle on this on this record. This is, um, I mean, gosh, Eric. He his he started winning races at the age of 20 in the Cup Series at the age of nine. Well, I guess technically the age of 19, 19 his 1920 season. So 
Um, well, man. and where would he have been if he wouldn't have had to stop in the truck series, you know? Yeah, he could have won earlier, you he, know? He won that partial it. season. Would that have changed his trajectory? And could he be more a more winning driver at this point? It's, it's, yeah, his, it's his racing reference page is just a... <laughs> is just a monster like he's got that it's so funny if you look at his truck stats and see 2001 at the age of 16 he's got six races and then what you know what happened with the with the rule change you know yeah. we have to wait till 2004 for him to get back in the seat but yeah he uh, uh eric i i feel old a lot these days <laughs> uh but kyle bush winning a race 17 straight years makes me feel very very old right. i don't know how do you i mean how how about you i mean would you, yeah <laughs> you know, well you... i'm i'm a decent amount older than you james because you you make me feel old sometimes oh my gosh and uh and yeah i i'm with you it's it's crazy that i mean i'm i'm sitting here looking at things like i've i've watched you know, entire, an entire generation of drivers now at this point right, in, yeah. in my life. Dale Jr., Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, there's been an entire generation of drivers that have started, ran their rookie season and retired since I started watching NASCAR, like, and can remember watching NASCAR. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the sport will definitely make you feel old. And then you sit there and think back to, you know, the beginning of NASCAR and, and some of the, the early drivers, early winners and stuff. And you realize that, you know, it's the, the sport's old, but it's not that old either. You know, it doesn't, right. the history doesn't go back that far. I mean, we're, we've still got people around We're uh, we're losing them, but we're, we've got people around that were there at the beginning or toward the beginning. So, yeah, you said, uh, yeah, actually, I'm glad you said that because, uh, Ryan Newman started his 700th race and just to show you how, how young the sport really is, that is what, what was the number to, to like 26% of all cup races he's run. Wow. That's like, crazy. I, I was like, wow, that really put that in perspective, like how big of a number 700 really is. Right. Um, you know, there's only a handful of guys who have gotten that many starts. Right. Uh, you know, Kyle's going to get to 600, I think, this year. Um, and then you've got Kurt and, and Kevin um, who've, who've got to the 700 mark. But, man, that's that's crazy. And and you think about uh, – and you think about Kevin Harvick. I, we didn't even bring this up last week, Eric, but he's got more starts uh, – than anybody in the net in the top three series all time yeah like that's that's you know i thought that was kind of a cool record too so um yeah we're we're in the middle of some guys making some history but none more than uh i guess none more than kyle bush i mean he's he's racking it up like nobody's business still yeah and i mean he's he's that guy that you don't i think they said on fox after at the end of the broadcast that if there's one guy you don't want to give confidence to yeah it's, it's and, that one you know Yep, and now they've got some time to continue to gel with yep. with a win in the bank. Yeah, that's uh, the know. thing. Now they don't have to work toward that win. Now that win's achieved. Now it's yes. all about getting ready for the playoffs. And as as good as we know the Gibbs cars can be, I mean Denny Hamlin keeps finding ways yeah. uh, to not win. <laughs> right. Uh, but he should, you know, he should be winning, and he's so far ahead in the points. But we've got Truex with two, um, and Chris Bell's already got one, and, and it's just like, man, this this team, um, you know, now they've. They're, they've got a nice cushion. I mean, they're, they're where they want to be. This is what Gibbs wants to do. Get all their teams in the playoffs, and right now they're all locked in. Yep. And James, guess what? Yes, sir. 11 What's races. Up? Yes. Ten, 10 winners. 10 different winners. I know. We're going to get <laughs> we're going to get there, man. We're going to we're going to break that seven. We're going to break that 16 number. It's got to I mean, we're going to be close. We're going to be really close if we don't yeah. hit it. Well, Denny's going to win and it's going to negate it a little bit, but Eric, yeah. we've got we've got what 14 15 races to go yeah i know yeah. there's a lot of time left. and a lot of road courses to go so yeah. we've got some we've got some stuff gonna happen here yeah. so you got you got denny uh, hamlin cool. you got chase elliott those two haven't won yet 
Harvick. Harvick he hasn't won yet. Yeah, that's another good one. I mean, yeah, let's. Uh, Alex yeah, let's Alex Bowman probably just won. Was, oh, that's he just. Yep. Yeah, that's right. He, he did won. just win. You're right. He snuck one. He snuck one on us. Um, um, who else we got? Who else? Yeah, uh, Dylan might. He's a possible winner. Um, we, we all, Austin, Austin's been running good. We all predicted Bubba was going to win one this year. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I know it's not um, looking as good anymore. Is with it? all these road courses, I still don't want to count out Chase Briscoe. Yeah, I, I just think yeah. he might. He he could. He's a great road course racer. He could steal one. Well, and Tyler Reddick's another one. Finished seventh in this one. Yeah, Cole Custer won a race last year. Uh, you about, know, Eric Eric Jones at Daytona is not a, is not out of the realm of possibility. James, so, how, yeah. about, how about Chris Busher? I mean, those Roush cars have been running decent this year. And Chris yeah, Busher comes home yeah. Eight. We're gonna talk. I think we're gonna yeah. talk about Chris Busher a little more here in a little bit. But yeah, yeah. they had a, they've been running really. Well. The Roush cars are not bad. They were. I don't know what happened to uh to to Newman on on Sunday, but he he battled back. Right. But yeah, no, the Roush cars have been good. Um, you know, uh, Benedetto's actually been running really solid. Yeah. So yeah, there's guys who can definitely win races. I mean, Almirola can still win. At, you know, at at some places if you give him a good good opportunity. So yeah, we've got uh, we've got it's gonna be and we. We have to keep monitoring this. You know, usually Eric, I think we don't talk playoffs a whole heck of a lot. Um, but the way that this is panning out, we're going to be talking playoffs every week for, for, uh, for a little bit here until it calms down. Yeah. Um, until somebody like Truex or, or Hamlin start racking up multiple wins here, we, it's, it's going to be top of mind, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick, they, they combined for what nine wins for Harvick and five for Chase last year. So yeah. And Hamlin, he, he had what nine last year too, didn't he? Yeah. They, like they gave, they showed the stat at the beginning of the, of the race on Fox that I think it was at the beginning the, of you know between those three or there's three or four drivers that haven't won yet and the the number of races that, was that over half the season for. yeah yeah so that's a lot man it's it, it's gonna be uh it's it's something to watch i'm excited i love as much as i love dominance i love parody as well yeah. so i mean the, the have the have parody in the cup series we haven't seen this see i don't uh, in, i don't love dominance but i respect it <laughs> Yeah, dominance is like you have to like bend your knee to dominance right. sometimes. Yeah. And but 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 parody's fun, you know. That means everybody's got a chance, which is which is great. Speaking of dominance, James. Yeah. 132 laps led. Second in stage two stage one, first in stage two. Kyle Larson comes home nineteenth. And he ruined my fantasy day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he um he was kicking himself pretty bad, but you know, Eric, when you've got a win in the bank, you can be a little bit riskier on, on restarts, I guess, but right. he shouldn't have been in that position. And there's reasons why he was in that position, but still he, he got, uh, I guess the short end of the stick a couple of times, but some of that's their own doing as well. So are we, are we over the cookie cutter hate at this point? I mean, they've been pretty solid. Is it, is it because of the car, James? I know we, we, we want to rip on this car, but is it because of the car? Is it because these tracks are finally just becoming good, but because, I mean, we loved Las Vegas. We think, I mean, Kansas has been really a great track. I think, uh, the, I mean, I think, this race, hold on. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, go I ahead. Mean, this race, we had the one guy dominate. But one of the things that just fascinated me, and this to me is the car, is the package, is just the closing rate and the the speed of passes, I, I guess. Restart. It yeah. reminded yeah. me of like fighter jets, the way they yeah. would just, somebody get a run and they just shoot by somebody and then yeah. the, go back the other. I mean, it was just, it was intense and it was exciting. It was a, it was a really fun race to watch, 
despite the fact that we had somebody dominate almost the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think the cautions played out in a way that, that definitely beefed that up. Yeah. Um, but restarts are oh, nuts. Restarts are nuts <laughs> because you can't – you let off the throttle any little bit and you're you're – you're down five spots, but I don't think you can blame the arrow package. I mean, you no, can, no, it's it, not. It, it, it's, it, it's not. It's some not of the arrow. credit, but if you watch the truck race the night before, the restarts there were just as crazy. And yeah, the trucks package is similar. I mean, this this package is probably most similar to the trucks package than any other package that we run or have run, but it's not the same. And yeah. to see them doing the same thing essentially, it, it does not. It points to the fact that this isn't because of the aero package that this is happening. It's because of the track and, and yeah, the aggressiveness. Yeah. Well, Kansas has always been underratedly a good, yeah. good track. And and I don't know if Vegas is just wearing in, but Vegas, Vegas was very good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Eric, I don't know. Maybe these teams got a little bit of a better grasp on the rules package too. I mean, last year was pretty wonky. So, well, I mean, we, we hated cookie cutters for so long, but you know, I'm bummed that we lost Chicago in cause that's put on a great show the last few years, mm-hmm. yep. you know, both, Kentucky or not Kentucky, both Kansas and, uh, and Las Vegas have been great. Kentucky's yep. the standout. Kentucky's still terrible. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And I know Michigan usually gets a hard rap, but we love Yeah, Michigan but Michigan's not a cookie reason. cutter though, to me. No, that's I mean, our, Michigan's, that's our... Michigan's an original. You can call California a cookie cutter if you want to, but Michigan's yeah. an original. Well, that being said, I'm excited to go to Darlington this week because oh, yeah. I love it so much. You know, but... I don't know. Darlington hasn't put on as good of a show as I've, as I, I yeah. think we've seen in the past. But we've got the we got full horsepower this weekend too. Yeah. So. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about this. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that. I think in a yeah. little bit because I'm I'm i I love Darlington even though they ruined the th- throwback weekend. But that's a whole other another thing. Um, Eric, before we move to the tire caution, okay. I, I had a, I had one quick point I wanted to, to yeah. bring up. So Kyle Larson's 2021 season is starting to mimic a season from the past, um, a champion chip season from the from the recent past can you can you name who i am thinking of when i think of this kyle larson season right now no okay so in 2014 uh a driver named kevin harvick left a whole bunch of races off of the i guess they got away from him right okay do you remember do you remember this like they had like that team was brand new and they came to the track every freaking week flying and i'm getting like whiffs of kevin harvick's 2014 season from kyle larson Hmm. that that team is bad fast i would say the fastest car in the sport right now just yeah eye test um can go out there and win every week but for whatever reason they're leaving wins off the off the board um so i want i just wanted to point that out because i was getting kind of a feeling of man this this just feels like 2014 to me a little bit and I, I want to keep monitoring it um as we go along the more that he has the fastest car at the track every week uh now he's had a couple of races where he's just been out to lunch so right. um but but neither here nor there i, I want to see i'm, I'm gonna kind of want to see how this goes because i feel like that guy should have four wins right now yeah and he, he's just leaving him on the he's just leaving him off the board that's true yeah that's yeah. that's an interesting take and definitely shows how big of a threat he is going toward the end of the season yeah, I you just know. don't. Yeah, and the way these playoffs are, I just don't want to. You know, let's not count him out because he's letting some races slip away. They're they're still going through a lot of growing pains, I guess. Is is really my comparison because in 2014, as as you know, Eric Harvick finally left Richard Childers, came over to Stuart Haas, um, got teamed up with Rodney and those boys, and uh, they brought a rocket ship for right. for a couple of years to the track. But they left a lot of wins on the table in 2014 and 2015. But we're able to get that championship, so I, I think. Um, you know, Larson 
maybe flying under the radar or maybe he's flying over the radar. I don't know, but he's somewhere in there. Uh, so it's just kind of, kind of going to be, it, it's fun to me to watch this team, uh, you know, go through these growing pains. Cause they, they really do show, I mean, on Sunday, the fact that he lost this race is not the big, not a big of a deal to me because they showed their dominance. It's the, it's there. It's just, they got to find a way to finish it. Right. So kind of keeping it together. I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely the best car in the Hendrick stable. Um, oh yeah, and definitely. That, and, and it's, you know, that's got the, that's got your cup series champion on that roster too. So, right. <laughs> but yeah, just kind of fun to watch. I don't know. I'm really enjoying this, this Larson season so far. It's just very intriguing. So I just wanted to bring that up. Now we can, uh, well, <laughs> well, guess, before, guess... before we, we get to the thousand pound gorilla, yeah. Um, I just wanted to point out there's some names we like to run through here and, and talk oh, about yeah, some of the absolutely. guys that yes. um, we mentioned Chris Buescher with an eighth place finish. Daniel Suarez continues to impress 11th place finish for him. Yes. Uh, how about Michael McDowell in 13th? Yeah. You solid know, day for him. a guy yep. that we expect to do well on the, on the super speedways, but not so much on these mile and a half. And he's right there. Uh, Ross Chastain finally puts together a decent day with a 14th place finish. So um, yeah. good on those guys to get some, some decent finishes out of the day and uh and yeah i mean you mentioned tyler reddick as well i mean that was probably the the one of the better ones and, and i know he had his issues on pit road but recovered yep. ran fast to benedetto we mentioned him yeah top five top five again um and, and uh, honestly we should shout out kevin harvick uh, you know circumstances are what they are but he's finding a way to get top fives and top tens he's, he's just right there i know it's weird it's almost like we're under undervaluing under valuing him a little bit yeah <laughs> even though he's the closer man he's gonna come I mean, with, he's gonna be there when it matters i know the speed's not there but that, that's just a really good team that's this been together is the for type a long of time. season that kevin harvick wins a championship not the one where he wins nine races yeah like they've got to find that speed and they're going to be right there yeah. you know they don't and have to find much they just have to find a little bit yeah i mean and by the see, way Bushlight for the Farmers Ford. Man, that car was sweet. I like that. Yeah, it's car. a good looking car. That car won last year. I like yeah, that car. It's a good Brad car. Brad Kozlowski third. He had a great car too. I like that Verizon 5G. I'm that was a good I'm a fan of seeing Verizon on the cars because I've been a Verizon guy for years and oh, me too. it annoyed yeah, me yeah. that they got pushed out of the sport because of Sprint. So yeah, it's nice yeah. to see some Verizon cars stick on the track. It, stick it to Nextel. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I mentioned Chris Busher eighth, eighth place finish. Um, might have been a better day though, James. Should things have fallen a little differently, uh, man. Let's let's talk about the caution. All right, the tire caution. So tire gets loose on pit road. I believe it was Almarola's tire, wasn't it? Reddick. Reddick. That's right. Yep. Almarola hit it. Yeah, it, it wobbled out there. Look, yeah, yeah I don't it was a, it was a whole thing, and then anyway, it just kind of sat. It just kind of so sat green there. flag pit stops. Tire rolls out on the pit road in history. NASCAR has thrown a caution for this because they don't want crew members running across pit road. It's a safety issue. Oh, blah, look up blah, that blah. YouTube. Look up that YouTube video if you want to see why they don't want right. crew yeah, members exactly. running out in the grass. I now, to be fair, I believe in recent memory, um, this was this was denied on door bumper clear this week, but I believe in recent memory that they have done this once before, where the tire is rolled across pit road and they've held the caution until pit stops finish. That being said, it was a time when everybody was pitting at the same time. Somebody wasn't trying to stretch it. So playing chicken with NASCAR. Yeah, exactly. So Chris, Chris Busher's team stretches it, tries to hold out, waiting for the caution to come out, finally ends up pitting. And then NASCAR decides that the tire is dangerous enough to throw a caution. Um, Ooh, boy. Yeah. So <laughs> Nas let's, 
let's uh man i wanted to pull a clip for this um let's let's go over nascar's um explanation um, go for it, it man it doesn't matter what nascar says <laughs> it this really is, doesn't i was going to pull i was going to pull the rocks audio for this it doesn't matter no, i don't not. care what their explanation is for this this was a horrible horrible call it was the thing is is it's either a safety issue or it's not and as soon as you hold the caution flag you now are manipulating the caution. You are manipulating the race. This is the thing NASCAR says which, they don't do. Which NASCAR fans are used to now. Exactly. Because, because we manipulate the races with our stage breaks and our competition cautions and all this other stuff. I mean, I just don't get... If I was Chris Busher's team, I would be so pissed about this. And I would too. The only, the only way, James, the only way I would be okay with this call... Sort of. I still wouldn't be okay with it because to me, it's a safety issue. Or it's not a safety issue. If it's not a safety issue, don't throw the freaking caution. But the only way I would be all right with it is if NASCAR would have gotten on the radios to the teams or gone to the spotters on the spotter stand and said, hey, we're going to let let the pit stops finish out before we throw the caution. That way, Chris Busher's team didn't try to stretch the strategy. Yeah. You know, or, or actually had the option to not do that. They didn't do that. I, I can confirm they didn't do that because, again, door bumper clear this week. They talked about it. Those spotters did not hear anything of the sort. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else to say about it. it. Just I don't. This this frustrates me to no end. I don't believe it was a safety issue. Um, I do. I do. I believe it is a safety issue. I mean the the size of the grass there, the I chance understand. of a car getting there is pretty I, slim. Yes, but I, but again. I don't think it was a safety issue, but I think they should have thrown a caution for it because yeah. there's enough yeah. of a safety. It's, I mean, how much more do those tires weigh? Eric, these cup cars find their way, find a way. That whenever is true. We, whenever we say it's not a dangerous spot, it finds a way. I'm still fascinated. We have tracks like this one where there's no wall between pit road there's, and the track. You know what, Eric? We have a real life example of cars finding their way. Remember when we, when we covered Michigan a couple years ago, mm -hmm. Xfinity series, and you were down taking pictures. Yep. And I can't remember the truck, but. A truck came it right in your... It was a Thor your... Sport truck. I don't remember. I think it was the 13. I don't remember who was driving yeah, it, Yeah, it came right in your wheelhouse. And I'm like, yeah. Eric, I'm like, Eric is right there. And they're, and I'm like, I've never seen a car or a truck go down that far. Yep. Like, these cars find a way, man. I I know, you, I mean, listen, there's no, there's a very small percentage chance that thing was getting hit. But by God, these cars find a way. Well, and they I, have you know what? some I'm gonna, weird stuff. I'm going to back off on my statement, James, because if you look up Steve Park, Atlanta... And look at his crash that he had in qualifying that he got hurt on. Yep, yep. That yep. car went the same path where that tire was. Kyle yes, it's a Bush, different track, but... Eric, Mark Martin at Michigan. <laughs> right. Remember that? Yeah. We had to change the, we had to change the, sh the way the garage entrance is at all the tracks because yep. of that one. Yeah. Because they, because he, he pierced his car with the wall. Um, Kyle Busch broke it, breaking his ankle at Daytona mm -hmm. was a weird, that was a weird spot to hit. How about Mark Martin going through the guardrails at Talladega and yes, almost, almost into the, getting, camp, into yeah. the campground, <laughs> being in the campground, you know, I mean, these cars find a way, Eric, they really do. And if it's a caution at the moment that tire stops, it's a caution 17 laps later. Yeah. You call the caution when that tire stops so yep. you can get it out of there. I get the, the only the not thing... wanting to give an unfair advantage to the 17 team, but Every time this? a caution comes out, somebody yes. gets an advantage. Yes, somebody's going to take advantage of it. That team made the right call. I'd be upset with them too. As soon I, I, as you, as soon as you hold that caution, now you're favoring somebody and and punishing somebody else. 
and you shouldn't be making that decision in the tower. That yep. should be something that happens by fate. A caution is a caution. It's not a balls and strikes thing. And it's it was, to, it was brought up on DBC and I will say it. I said it off air. I will say it on air. What happens if that was the nine car that was stretching it? Does NASCAR yeah. make that same call? I don't think they do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking there. I, I will say, Eric, I don't, I don't agree with what I'm about to say, but I'll throw this one at you. Yeah. Uh, what if they close pit road, get the tire and come back? Yeah. In yeah. that instance, would, would that be, would that have been an acceptable? I mean, no, because it's unsafe for the it's tire still, to be there. It's unsafe yes. for a crew member to be there. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I say that I, I had heard that one. I, I don't think I agree with it, but I, th- I wanted to throw it out there because yeah. I could heard it. But, um, but yeah, man, if it's a caution, it's a caution. Don't hold the flag. I, I, I don't know. It just it's a it was a bad call. You know, bad and, call by the tower. I think the only thing that irritates me more about it, James, is that they continue to they continue to Noah Gregson it and uh and act like they made the right decision. It was a poor yeah, it was a poor choice of words. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, I think they sent the wrong guy out to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Stepped on my ding dong there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I uh I wish that things would have been different for Chris Buescher because that that caution changed the whole race. I mean, it ruined yeah. Kyle Larson's day. It ruined, ruined a lot of days. Yeah. Um, Kyle Kyle Busch probably had, but you know the the competitors were happy about it. So I guess I don't know. They weren't the ones getting screwed, right? So they were the ones getting saved. I mean, I mean, I was happy caught. the caution came out. I just think it should have been seventeen laps sooner. Uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe they did it. I yeah, but <laughs> as hey. the longer they went without throwing the caution, James, I'm like. There's no way they're gonna throw it. There's no way they're, they're not gonna throw it now. Yeah, they're I thought they were gonna let it sit there. I'm like, well, I'm I'm like, well, this is. I said, I actually said to myself, well, this is gonna be interesting for me to for me and Eric to talk about. We're just gonna leave debris um, in in the grass like now, that. I, now, three years ago, at Kentucky, we had we were in the in the running of probably the most boring race that's ever been run in NASCAR history with Martin Truex <laughs> dominating. Oh, I remember that one. And the sprinklers yeah. came on in the infield. And they didn't throw the caution for that either. And I think they should throw the caution for that one too. <laughs> what was the Coke 600 he dominated too that we could have oh used God. some sort of a that that Coke 600 that he dominated? I think that was the beginning of stage racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was so bad. Oh, that was awful. But I don't know. I don't know what else we could say about the tire caution. I don't think there's anything God. else to say. I, I guess God. I guess the only thing I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna talk about the trucks here. So I'm gonna throw out here. We had a caution in the truck series race the night before where Jennifer Joe Cobb broke, tried to pull in the, into one of the openings. The car was maybe a, or truck was maybe a foot outside of the opening, but they won't let NASCAR officials or anybody go out and push the car in. The car really wasn't in any danger yet. We threw caution right away for it. Um, this is the type of inconsistent stuff that drives me crazy. With yeah. NASCAR. It's a caution. It's a caution. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. But I, don't I mean, know. we do it all the time. We, we have a driver spin and, do a complete spin coming onto pit road and we don't throw a caution. We get somebody to get sideways on the backstretch and we throw a caution. I mean, yeah. I know I, I worked in a, in, you know, as a race director at a much, a much smaller capacity than this. I know it's not that easy. It's not. Right. Um, and it's really easy to critique after the fact, but I think this is one they got wrong. And I think this is one that they, they continue to say they got it right. And I don't, I don't agree with it, but now the precedent's yeah. been set, James. It has. That it has. Don't change it now. 
No. You know? <laughs> Apparently not. Let the cycle run through, apparently. Yeah. Yep. That's how we're going to do this from now on. Yep. So the first person be gets it. screwed on this one because they go back to the old way. Everybody's going to I don't know, man. Jeez. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, truck series the night before. Uh, KB, man. KFB, KFB again. Yep. KFB. There we go. The weekend sweep. How many weekend sweeps is this for Kyle oh, Busch that's now? That's a lot. He's got a lot of brooms. He got a lot of brooms. It wasn't the th- more it wasn't the brooms than the Wicked but... Witch of the West. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I wonder how many she has. Maybe one. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But he's got a lot. Uh, no, that's cool. Kyle racks up uh, two wins on the weekend. He's, what is he, 16 or 17 ahead of Richard Petty now? So Yeah. 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 And the uh, the all time NASCAR wins list, I yep. guess, if you want to include them all. So there you go. Uh, leads 59 laps, wins all three stages and the race. Um, or all both stages in the race. Yep. Ross Chastain was good too. Um, a couple of a couple of cup guys up there running for running uh, running for the win, but nobody was touching Kyle. He was he was gone. Yes, yes, he was. Um, Sheldon Creed did lead 41 laps in this one. Ended up 32nd. Um, and then yeah, I mean the only other guys that led double digits was Johnny Sauter with 13 laps led. And John Hunter Emacek with 16, and John Hunter just couldn't keep Kyle behind him. So yeah, um, yeah, not much else to say there. Kyle, uh, Kyle gets it done. Uh, could anybody beat Kyle? Nope. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this race had a couple of Cup guys in it. I'm looking through the field. I I, I had forgotten that uh, I had forgotten that uh, Chase Briscoe ran this race as well. So yeah. a couple of guys getting uh, getting some shots at at the trucks. Yep. But huh. Well, there you go. Yep, there you go. Actually, there's your truck report. Kyle Busch, dominant. Yeah, done. That one wasn't real exciting either. I love Kyle, yeah. but he does know how to stink up a show. He stinks up a show more than most. That's that's for sure. All right. Well, with that, let's talk some news, James. Not a very big news week at all. <laughs> um, we got uh, we got a big announcement today. Yeah, one we've been when one that we've been expecting. Actually, I think uh, one of the reasons we held the pod for today, I guess, was yeah. Next gen, yeah. Next gen car. Let's say that's why we held the pod for today. I, I, I <laughs> hey man, I throw you the alley oop. You got to dunk at home. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we know what the next gen car is going to look like. Well, sort of. We know what the body's going to look like. We don't know yeah. what uh, what where the, the numbers, numbers are going to be. Gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we got to see the cars. What do you think, James? What do you think of the looks? I think they look great. I think they look great. Uh, it's come a long way. Like um, you know, like one of the things, one of my bugaboos was the uh, was the rims. Um, I had no problems with the car. Yeah. I thought the tires looked big, but I mean, I can't minor, wait to see the first minor. pit stop with these things, man. Yeah. It's going to be cool, man. I I'm, I'm ready for it now. I like, it, I'm kind I'm kind of glad the pandemic hit in a way to, to give us an extra year for this. Uh, Cause this was supposed to be next gen year, but right. um, I mean, the cars look cool. They presented them really well. It was kind of cool to see all three, manufacturers get together for the big reveal t- today which i thought was was kind of neat it's you know big industry celebration of nascar and uh you know there's a lot of positives going into this thing i mean we got to see we got to see so much today <laughs> you know <laughs> all the manufacturers who are going to help put these cars together and um you know i i'm i'm excited about it man i i'm i'm a little bit more juiced than i've than i've been now that we've got real cars and I guess we're racing them in iRacing tonight. So we've got the next right. gen cars already on iRacing. So, so, uh, who, who wins this one, James? Who's, Oh who, man, which one looks better? I, I think, uh, there's so only I one right a, answer. There's the right answer is the Mustang. Yeah. That Mustang um, looks sweet, man. 
but they they doctored that bad boy up. That that rap was slick. The wheels were slick. Like they really Ford went all out to make the Mustang look good. Um, I still think the Camaro will look better with you know the team's you know branding and and everything on them. But oh, that man, Mustang, I've, look, I've become a Ford guy, and uh, that Mustang, that Mustang is slick. Yeah. I can't get. I'm trying to NASCAR media site. The photos aren't loading. Probably every media the poor, person. Poor is Camry. To you know they they trot out the poor Camry, and it's just a, you know, it's like a '90s sedan out there next to the ponies. Yeah. And it's. I feel bad for the Camry sometimes. Yeah. Why don't we run the Supra in the in the Cup Series? Too? I thought there would be a chance that we'd see the Supra today. I had I had a. It's because Toyota's was, the only one who's still trying to sell a sedan. I know. Everybody I else has just given up on sedans, and they're all selling. Mm-hmm. They're all selling grocery getters and, and sports cars. Well, we'll be racing Chevy Equinoxes in the Cup Series before too long. Right. So, yeah. So, James, but. what's your complaint about the uh, the next-gen car? <laughs> you you know my biggest complaint. What, what don't you like about the next-gen car? And, and yeah, how the, did it sound today? <laughs> the sound? It, so, what I don't like about the next-gen car is that every time I hear it on the track, it sounds like a flat fart. That's been my <laughs> stance, and I'm sticking to it. You can't take me off the hill. All right. Are you going to do this to me? I'm going to, I'm going to try and do it. We'll see how this goes. We might just abandon this because I'm just playing straight from YouTube, but I wanted to give James a little test here and see if James can tell the difference between the next gen car and the current car. Yes. So this is going to be bad for my, my, uh, my branding. So here's some audio, James, and I want you to tell me, is this the current car or the next-gen car? That's next-gen. Okay. okay. That's next-gen. Yeah. Okay. That's next-gen. Uh, let me find... What was I right? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> What's that? That's, ne- that's next-gen. Okay. That's next-gen. Uh, let's see. Let's do this. Hang on. This is on board. That's current. Okay. And then one more here. Another on board. Oh, hang on. Let me get you a better spot on this. Next gen. I'm gonna get. I'm guessing on that one. I actually don't know. All right. So you've been proven wrong. Um, first. <laughs> First one was current car. It was, it was actually now well, after I saw, after I heard the second video, I, I had a feeling I got the first one wrong. The, that second one, that second one's next year. The first one was 2019 Daytona 500 qualifying. Okay. Um, the but that second one, the I nailed second it. one was next gen. The third one was on board with Eric Jones in the next gen car. And okay, the so last one was on board with Timmy Hill in a sprint cup series car. Gen six. So I got, okay. So I got three out of four. You got one. No, I got three out of four. No, you 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 said the first one was next gen, and which it wasn't. Yeah. Yep. The first one wasn't next one gen. Yeah. Then you said the second one was next gen, and that was correct. Yes. And the third one you said was current, which was next gen. I don't think I did. I Play think it back. You did. <laughs> Everybody who's listening to this, rewind it. Make I, sure I no, through. you were wrong. You're wrong. I'm telling you. And <laughs> okay. then you said the last one was next gen, and it wasn't. No, I said the last one was current. Uh, whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. I, I got think. three out of four. Whatever. Anyway, I don't think they sound as that. I, I will say that that one, the the one is this one. Yeah, there it is. 
Listen to that. Listen that one sounds like is. when you stick the, uh, the the baseball card in the spokes of your bicycle. There. <laughs> there you go. Hold on. Here's this is the one I wanted though. This clip. See, it's just got like. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. All right. It doesn't want. It doesn't whine. You know, like I. That's the best way I can describe it. Like the current car strains. Yeah. The next gen car doesn't strain. I think when you put forty of them on the track at the same time, you're not going to notice the difference. Well, they're going to fine tune the here's, engines. Here's how I'm I. Not, I'm not. I'm here, not. Here's how I know it. you're not going to tell the difference, James, because I went to Belle Isle and watched the IndyCar series on a road course, and you know what an IndyCar sounds like. They sound yeah. significantly different. Yeah. If I closed my eyes on the road course at Belle Isle, I could not have told you that those were IndyCars versus NASCAR. Eric, we have our, we all have our quirks. Just let me have this one. <laughs> okay, here I'll give you this: if they leave the numbers where they are, will you quit bitching about the sound? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll make that deal. I'll make that deal. There you go. I'll make that deal. That's a deal. NASCAR, um, if you're listening, leave the numbers alone. And I'll stop whining. So I, I was talking a little bit off the podcast. You know, I think. This is, this is a huge deal. And I mean, I know, I know people realize it's a big deal, but I don't know if people realize how big of a deal this car is. This to me, this is the biggest step forward. This is bigger than the car of tomorrow. Everything that the car of tomorrow did to advance safety in the cup series, this car is doing that and more to advance into the future. You know, we're not talking about safety as much, but okay. So James, this has a five-speed transmission and it's a sequential shift. Yeah. We've never seen that. Yeah. This is be, yeah. a single lug wheel, bigger wheels, wider wheels, lower profile tires, independent rear suspension. You know what that means for all these road courses we're running? Oh, it's going to be wild, That's man. That's huge. That completely changes the way this car is going to run. There's a lot of influence from V8 supercars in this in this package. I'll give I'll credit Matt Weaver. Um, great article with auto week about some of that, that there was a lot of influence that NASCAR spent a lot of time in Australia with the V8 supercars to learn what they were doing and bring a lot that, a lot of that here. And I like that because I personally think the V8 supercars are spectacular. I think they race great on a road course. Yeah. And you know, that's, I mean, I think that's about the only series that races better on a road course than NASCAR does. To well, NASCAR is going to, yeah. And if NASCAR is going to continue to tweak towards a road course, style and right. street course and a Chicago street course. Well, that's the thing. Everybody is worried about these street courses with the stock car. Well, guess what? It's not the same stock car next year, guys. Yeah. It's going to be different. It's all going to be different. So, and it's going to, it's going to put some more drivability in the driver's hands. Yeah. You know, I think the current packages we have right now, we see limitations to the driver's abilities. Yeah. Um, with, with everything you named, you're talking about putting more into the driver's hands. And that's what we want. We want our superstars to be superstars. Right. And, and we want to see that NASCAR really played up in their announcement today about, um, you know, the, the resemblance to the current cars on the road and, and all that. I don't give a crap about that. I don't that care stuff. about that. Yeah. I want to I see, don't I want to see care. cars race that I know that's important to some people. I, I think it's less important than I think the people that, that are not watching NASCAR and I use air quotes, the people that are not watching NASCAR for that reason, aren't coming back because the cars look more like stock cars. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't care about that stuff, but you know, there's there's room in this for, for. Well, if you do, Eric, if you do care about that, guess what? 
this current cur- current car that's coming is gonna lead to more possibilities for new manufacturers. Yeah. So well, if and, you do care about that, that could be coming. And like, that's, that's something that that is the next step to this is hybrid hybridization. Um, currently, really only Dodge is is the only manufacturer that could enter without some sort of hybrid motor. Yeah. Um, and and Dodge is you know 2013 was the last time they raced, so they're way behind the technology. That's not happening. Yeah. Um, so when we can switch to hybrid technology, and then then you get beyond so right now the issue with this low horsepower thing that we hate is the fact that we don't have any oomph we don't have that acceleration yeah you put the hybridization in it now you change all that you know you can have that quick acceleration you can put that back in the driver's hands you can do so much with it and again it just takes you a step closer to the future yep and it's just i mean this is a really 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 big deal and you know, I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's great. I'm yep. excited for it. I hope it turns out well. Um, but it's good to see NASCAR's not sitting on their heels. You know, we could very easily continue running this gen six car, James. There's no reason that we need to switch from this car that we have other yep. than progress. And Pro- we're doing it. Saving. Yeah. We want to save on costs. Yep. We want to get more people involved in NASCAR. And this is going to do that on the business side and the fan side. And I was uh, not on board with car with composite bodies when they switched in the Xfinity series. Mm-hmm. Watching these cars brush the wall and hit the wall and be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm all on board, man. I want to see that. I want to see us run the wall at Homestead with a cup car and not scrape the wall. And now we've got a flat tire. Exactly. You yep. know, it, it's yep. good stuff. So, and yeah, all around great deal. Yeah. Big news today. It's, it's the future. I mean, this is the, you know, we've seen the next gen car quite a bit, but yep. this was um, another step for the future of the sport. Um, it's exciting and I, I hope the fans out there are, are just as excited as I think the industry is. I think the, this is probably the most excited the industry has been in a long time. Yeah. And so, if we can just fix the arrow issue where cars can't run behind other cars in the yep. corners, that's the only thing we got left, man. Exactly. Yeah. If we can absolutely. fix that, we're, we're, in, we're golden. Yep. Yep. I like it. Um, after positive news, we talked some, some negative, some sad news. Uh, first of all, Eric McClure, uh, former NASCAR driver, um, probably best remembered for some hellacious wrecks. Uh, the one yeah. that stands out to me is the one at Talladega where he went full speed into the inside wall, fortunately hit a safer barrier, but still ended up injured from that. Um, Eric, yeah, Eric McClure passed away this week. Um, so very sad to hear young. that. Yeah. Young man, 42. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm, I'm almost 40 this, yeah. this year. Now he's, so. Yeah. And he had some health issues. I mean, that yeah. it's not, uh, we don't know what the cause was on that one. It's just sad regardless. I mean, young, younger people passing away. Um, not, not good. Yeah. Yeah. But that um, sucks. And then, uh, Bobby Unser as well passed away. Yeah. Three, week. yeah. Three time Indy 500 champion for those who don't know that name. Um, unfortunately I never got to see Bobby really, you know, right. race. Um, but you know, you're talking about legendary, you know, stop in, uh, excuse me, a legendary auto racing, you know, like he's in there with the AJ Foyts and, you know, Mario Andretti's from this, you know, from that era. So, yep. um, yeah, it's too bad. I mean, but again, like, like you said, Eric, we go from good news to sad news. It's just, unfortunately that's, that's part of it. Yeah. You know, you... The, the Bobby answer thing, you know, we're, again, we're at, at that point in these, you know, the, the history of these sports that yeah, you, we're losing you said it people. earlier, yeah. you said it earlier, we're very, we're relatively a young sport. Um, open wheels, definitely a little bit older yeah. than, than stock car, <laughs> but still, I mean, uh, 
yeah, you know, we've got a lot of legends out there. We're very fortunate with, uh, you know, as dangerous as the sport was back then to have people like Bobby Unser be around for so long and can share in the history. Yeah. So it stinks to lose them, but I, you know, at the, at the same time, you're glad that you got to, um, you know, especially cause it was so dangerous what they were doing. Those <laughs> open wheel cars are so dangerous. Um, my gosh, open wheel cars Dude, are dangerous now. I was going to say, they're still so freaking dangerous. That wreck at, the, at the start of the Texas race on this weekend. Yeah. I mean, they really crap, were putting man. their life in their hands every time they drove those things back yeah. in the day. So the fact that he was able to have a fruitful life and, and live, um, to be, a, to be an old man. And, you know, we could celebrate his three Indianapolis 500s instead of, you know, saying what could have been. So that, that's pretty cool. If you think about it that way. Right. Uh, speaking of legends, James, yeah, man. Legend in our sport, Dale Earnhardt Jr. returning Coming to the back. track this year. He'll be back. Um, I think a lot of people, myself included, were expecting it to be Martinsville because that was where he wanted to run. Yeah. Uh, but looks like it's going to be Richmond in the fall. He'll be running Richmond again, and I wouldn't put it past him to win that thing. Yeah. He could last, do it. Last time he was right there. Didn't he finish like third in that race? He led a ton of laps yeah. that day. Yeah. He was up there quite a bit. Um, now he's a few years removed since then. Now this will be his, what, his fourth uh, Xfinity race since uh, retiring. So right. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. And his daughter had her birthday this weekend. I, speaking of Dale Jr., that was pretty cool video. Go go search that one out. That was just kind of cool. The other one that was really cool, speaking of cool social media videos this weekend, uh, Samantha Bush and uh, Brexton hanging out for Kyle, waiting and uh, waiting to congratulate him with his own victory lane ce- celebration in his yeah. driveway coming home. And yeah. uh, Kurt hiring the mariachi Kurt band was at the so funny dude <laughs> at the airport was good too. When Kurt tweeted out he was still waiting and the mariachi band was playing <laughs> and the camera pans over and Kurt's sitting there with the maracas just shaking them. I thought that was so good. So that was fun. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, Happy birthday, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Garrett has actually used up both of How's that car? Is that, is that next gen or current gen, James? Oh, I heard the name Jarrett, so I want to say current. This is it's it's iRacing, man. Oh, jeez, iRacing right now. So it's, okay. it's the next gen car, Darlington. Oh man, <laughs> I heard Jarrett, so I was gonna go with my. I was like, I'm just gonna say Jarrett. Okay, Dale Jarrett. Uh, Timmy Hill is leading right now, James. Oh, the guy they won Let Brace, huh? Yeah, William Byron is second. The first ever next gen car race, the official. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. There you go. Um. More speaking news. of video games. Yeah, speaking of video games, good transition. Nice. Uh, NASCAR is released on Rocket League. Yeah, to tomorrow they come out. All right. So uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, so my plan is to actually buy one of the packs. Okay. Do you I'll have to? You Rocket. have to buy it. Yeah, it's like a five buck purchase or something. So I'm gonna pick one of the cars or something. And I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it because I have friends who play Rocket League, and uh, I show up sometimes. Um, so I'll. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on there. See, I have it. I think I got it for free. On it is free. Yeah, it's free to play. Yeah, it's free to play. And on the Switch, maybe it was. It's actually too, not as not fun as I make it sound. It's fine. Yeah, it's a but fun. It's cool. I don't actually play with people, James. I do. I always play against the computer because yeah, we have just, a group of uh, I have a group so of friends, bad. group of friends of ours who play, and uh, they, one of them actually listened to the show, Taylor. Hey, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, we, it's. It's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about this, but I mean, it's cool to see NASCAR. Rocket League's pretty popular. It man. is. This reminds really me though popular. of like when we had a freaking cartoon of NASCAR and stuff. Like, no, oh, geez, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is. Um, I don't know. More more people probably play Rocket League than I racing. I would definitely. Uh, oh I would yeah, definitely I, bet. I would definitely bet that. So. I would agree with you. I'm. Yeah. I doubt that more people would 
run yeah, NASCAR. It's kind of cool Rocket seeing League. NASCAR race cars in Rocket League. I, I want to. I'm gonna kind of gauge how many people actually did this. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'll let you know how it goes. All right, sounds good. Uh, jump around a little bit. Uh, we heard this week that we, we will have full attendance at Atlanta and the Pocono doubleheader. James, what do we think about this? We are uh, we we back. Yeah, we are we are back. Um, I, I want your opinion on this because I know your thoughts on the COVID thing, and I know my yeah. thoughts on the COVID thing, and I, I guess I want to hear where you're going with this. At this, here's point. the thing, man. People can't be trusted. So <laughs> if you're gonna, I mean, you know, here's my thing, James. I don't know. It's not like this necessarily in every state, but here in Michigan, if you want a vaccine, you could pretty get. much go get a vaccine. I can yeah. walk into Walgreens tomorrow and get a vaccine if I want to. And at that point, if you don't have the vaccine yet, whatever, take your damn mask off. That's yeah. That's a good way <laughs> of thinking about it. I mean, I, I, if I got my vaccine, I'm, I'm good. I realize there's still a chance I can catch it. Um, and I'm in a situation, you know, as you are, where we have kids that can't get the vaccine. Um, yeah. so there's still some risk there, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind right. of, uh, of the mindset that, you know, our governor here in Michigan and, and say what you want, but we have a plan now going forward with the percentage of people that are vaccinated and when the state will open up. Um, and it's optimistic until you start to think about the fact that we need 70% of the people to be vaccinated before yeah. we can open the state. And the realism of that actually happening is probably pretty low. Yeah, I know. Um, it's, and it's just like, it's yeah, funny. I mean, I'm being punished. I've been vaccinated. I, I'm done. Yeah, I did my part too. Like, the problem I'm, I'm wearing a with... mask going to my kid's soccer game today, this afternoon, when there's nobody within 20 feet of me, and I got to wear a mask because it's required there. Yeah, yeah. My my only issue with these types of things is I don't mind if people want to put themselves at risk. Yeah. The problem is, is they put themselves at risk, which then they take to other people. Right. And all of a sudden grandma is, you know, maybe not, maybe grandma's vaccinated, maybe not. Um, but she didn't go to that race. That's true. And you know, that's, that's always going to be my biggest issue with this thing is the selfishness that's behind it. But, but again, if again, you want to get vaccinated, you can exactly, exactly. You can get vaccinated, but I, I would just be like, and by know. the time we get back to Atlanta, even by the time we get to Pocono, we're going to be far enough along in this, I think to where, yeah, this you is know. what we've been waiting for, man. Yeah. We, it's it's you know if if these tracks are going to want to open up and the states are going to allow them to do it, don't don't stop them. Yep. If the state says you can open, then open. Darlington's got open garage this week. We got people coming in. There you go. So you know, if, except if you have state, to be vaccinated to do that, unless you're a driver. Well, follow follow the exactly yeah follow <laughs> the jeez follow the uh, follow what the state and the go just do what the science says and get, get vaccinated and go to the racetrack. It'll be fun. It's more fun. It's more yeah. fun. We don't have to worry about it. They are wrecking at Darlington right now. Virtual Darlington. <laughs> wrecking all over the place. Um, we've already stretched this podcast out a bit, but let's uh, let's talk about the all-star format, James, because this was oh, announced last week before we uh God. Or after we're we not were... gonna we're not gonna read through it, are we? No, because I you know it's <laughs> been a while it. it's been a while since I've been in college. I don't know that I can do the math anymore. Um uh, let's just so say, convoluted. Let's just say we took the rules of the all-star race, we took them rolled them up into a ball, threw them into a blender and for every all-star race ever sat on the button as long as we could and came up with six stages, right? Six rounds. Yeah. Totaling a hundred laps, bunch of freaking inverts. Um, yeah. I like inverts. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand when the inverts are going to be. I'm just going to watch this race and see who wins. Yeah. That's... I, I kind of thought our goal in the sport the last few years was to try and make it. So the everyday, non-NASCAR fan could understand what the hell was going on. Well, we let Eddie 
Eddie Gossage get his hands on the All Star race. So this is what we're gonna get. I mean, they. I'm didn't... surprised there's not like a boxing match in the middle of the. Right. They thing. didn't install a loop de loop on the back stretch or anything like that. So I guess it could have been worse. If you want to read the rules, go to our show notes and read the rules. And yeah. if you can understand it, send us a note on Twitter or whatever, or Facebook or whatever, and tell us that you yes, I have my doctorate. I understand this because. God only knows what's going to happen with this thing. Here's what you need to know, James. The final round will be a 10-lap shootout. Love that. Caution flag laps will not count. That's good. There will be a mandatory pit stop and the fastest pit te- pit road or pit team, pit crew, whatever on on in the pit stop gets $100,000. I like that. And the winner of the race wins a million bucks. I like that too. That's all you need to know. There's going to be a start to the race and someone's going to win it. Oh, the other thing you need to know is that we're running the exact same uh, setup cars we run all season long, except we're running the same tapered spaces that we run at the at Talladega and Daytona in hopes of making this a more bunched up wreck fest than what it already would be. Well, and here's another sneaky note. Uh, Texas sucks. Yeah. So we yes, can't really do anything you about know, that. You know what sucks worse, though, James, at Texas is while the NASCAR race sucks at Texas – it really sucks when you drive an Indy car and you can only race on ruined. the bottom 20 feet of the track because the PJ one ruins the entire surface for the Indy the car. PJ one soaked into the black to the asphalt <laughs> and ruined, just completely ruined the Indy car race. Yeah, it was awful. Completely ruined. it. You could not, if you got up in the, in the PJ one, you were done. They're going to have to repave it. Yeah. If they want to run Indy car there, yeah. man, I wish they'd put more PJ one down at Bristol and we'd have to repave that sucker. Well, they tried to they tried to uh, ruin Bristol with dirt, so yeah. we might have to repave it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, NASCAR All Star Race Texas Edition, according to Na- Texas Motor Speedway President and General Manager Eddie Gossage. My God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. We're done with that. Good. Um, James, this weekend is the throwback. At Darlington. And I, you know, I like what the teams, a lot of the teams did this year. We didn't announce paint schemes as much leading up to the race. We did it a lot this week. Yeah, I like and, that. And I like seeing them all come out at the same time. Um, I didn't, you, you threw this in the notes and I didn't have time to research ahead of time. But I, I don't know. Need I, like to. Throwing, I like winging it at you once in a while. I don't need to a whole lot because I think we're going to I know who my winner is. I, we might agree. Yeah, so... I'm going to give my actual winner and then I'm going to give my, my honorable mention because there's another one that I really, really like. I'll do that Um, too. And, and then I'll bounce on a couple more that I like as well, but okay. So the winner by far, any, first of all, anytime you can a have the same number as the car B get the same sponsor as the original car. Yep. Um, and then C have the number font be correct. Yeah, that's a big one. Then you're going to win, and you can't beat Aspire Motorsports number seven with Corey oh, LaJoy and the Xerox Alan Kawicki throwback. It's a beautiful car. It is awesome. They should just let him do a win, win or not. He should be allowed to do a Polish victory lap. After yeah, the race. man, please, man. Can Corey LaJoy win this race so he can do a Polish victory lap oh, in the car so from the shop that Alan Kawicki used to own? Please. Oh, side by side with Chase Elliott. I'll even allow that. My like if, God, that would be so spectacular. That car is my winner. It's beautiful. There's no other car that comes close to it. Um, Chase Elliott's Hooters car is really nice, though. It's just, unfortunately, he runs the nine. Chase could have won, 
Um, yeah, we've seen we've seen the Hooters throwback a couple of times, but that is a very nice car. But yeah, the seven Corolla Joy Spire Motorsports, you win. Um, there are there's seven there are seventy seven cars really nice too. They just don't have the Jasper sponsorship on it, but they've got some nice pieces that they're bringing. Um, but I yeah, Corolla Joy, dang, so it's beautiful. My oh, honorable mention, so my honorable mention is going to surprise you because while it should be, um. The uh, the one car in the Xfinity series, which is oh, throwback yeah. to DW, which yeah. is a sweet looking car, yeah. the Gatorade car. My honorable mention actually is Ross Chastain's 42. Yeah, yeah. You and me are in the same neighborhood, the, man. The old Hut Strickland paint scheme. It's so basic, but they did the number font right, despite yep. the fact that it's not the 72 anymore. Yeah, the, the two looks or 27, good. Or 27, 27, not 72. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good, man. I It's just, yeah. it's so awesome. And there's yeah. some good ones. I mean, uh, the zero two truck will run the Ron Hornaday throwback, Ron yep. Hornaday, Kevin Harvick throwback with the good good wrench. Yep. I was going to say that was my honorable mention. I will, I'll take that one because, um, I was going to say the number one Gatorade car for JR motorsports as well. Cause that one's beautiful. But, uh, that O2 good wrench. I mean, Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, William Byron's throwback to Neil Bonnet. The Valvoline car is pretty yeah, sweet that's as good. well. Yeah. Um, there's some good ones. Yep. You know, we were disappointed. I, I'll tell you, you know, Bubba Wallace, great throwback, but just misses the mark because they're running the same, the normal font for the 23 yeah. um, with the Wendell Scott tribute. That's a pretty cool tribute, but ruins it with the font on the number, unfortunately. Um, but uh, again, there's some, there's some really good ones. Um, yeah. I love this weekend. I absolutely love this weekend. And we were, you know, there were some that were pretty bad leading up to it that, um, yeah, Martin Truex Jr. For example, oh, I know. <laughs> um, that kind of makes you lose the lose faith in this, but then you get to see them. Um, there's, I know there's a there's the Hardy's paint scheme too that's running. Yeah, yep. the old Hardy's paint scheme. So uh, Anthony Anthony Alfredo's car, yeah, I think is, yep. is running. Yep, yep, you're right. Um, I was gonna say I want to shout out the Wood Brothers for not running a throwback because they should be running throwbacks on <laughs> on. The Southern 500 still. Right. And they're, and they are going to do that. They're actually, they actually said they're going to run a throwback um, in the fall. Nice. <laughs> so I am like so proud of them. That's awesome. Like, Thank you for keeping it at the Southern 500. Yeah. I'm really disappointed. This is, I, I get that the Southern 500 has its own luster, but this, this should be the Southern 500 is the classic race. I know. I that know. Should they be screwed the throwback it up. Race. Yeah. I know. It makes me, it bothers me, but yeah. 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 All right. Uh, James, it's Darlington this weekend. And uh, just three races, just for the record, um, who's who's leading in the in the picks now, James? You you beat me up last week. Uh, Austin Hill, 46 uh, to my Chandler Smith, 26. And then I had uh, food poisoning Joey Logano, 20, 20 points. And you had Denny Hamlin. Um, so, yeah, you about doubled me up and you took the lead by Barely. a whopping four points. So yep. I get to pick first. 889 to 885. James gets the first pick. Um, which is good because I have no freaking idea who I'm picking. Um, I did not research in advance of this one, so I'm, I'm winging it. Um, yeah. Truck race. It's the lift kits for less.com 200 James. Who yes, are you sir. going with? I will take Mr. Sheldon Creed. Sheldon Creed. I'll take Sheldon Creed. Yes, sir. I was going to take John Hunter, but, uh, we got Coda coming up, and I think I might, I might like, uh, I might like John Hunter for Coda. I don't even remember who I picked last in the truck series. Oh, it was Austin. You Hill. picked, yeah, you picked Austin Hill. Yeah, can't pick Austin Hill. 
Yep. Uh, let me find truck series. Um, shoot, I'm gonna go with the guy who's got to win here and and just go with Ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes, it is second time you've picked Ben Rhodes this year. Yeah, I like Ben. I he's also he he's Noah Gregson esque to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> you never know quite what you're gonna get with him. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Xfinity like Series races this weekend as well. It is the Steakhouse Elite 200. James, who you got? Ah, give me. Give me, uh, give me Justin Allgaier. Justin Allgaier. That's a he's good got one. a, uh, yeah, he's got a good resume here. He's been racing here a long time. Now hasn't gotten a win, uh, over the last 10 races, but, uh, but he's got a good, he's got a good resume here. So I will take Justin Allgaier. Um, I think he can give me a solid day. All right. Um, I was, I was not allowed to pick Austin Sindrick, by the way. Yeah. So. Who did I pick last in these finishes? You picked Justin, Justin Haley. Haley. Yeah. So I'm good there. Um, I am going to go the junior motorsports route as well. And I'm going to go really out on a limb here. And I don't really know why I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going with Noah Gregson though, because I don't trust Noah Gregson. I'm going to say that old DW gets Michael Annette in victory lane. Ah, Michael Annette. That's a good one. First time he's been picked this year. Yeah. He's not one that you usually look at for winning, but I'm going for points here. Yeah, points is the big thing. Points is definitely the big thing. And then it is the Goodyear 400, right? 400? Yeah, Goodyear 400. 400 miles. Yep, good, yep, Goodyear 400. On Sunday, Mother's Day at Darlington for the Cup Series. Who you got, James? Well, we ran here three times last year. We had two different guys win. Um, Don't quite trust Kevin Harvick just yet. So I will take Mr. Denny Hamlin to get off the schneid and get himself back in victory lane where he belongs. Danny Hamlin. There you go. It's a good pick. <clears throat> Worked out because I couldn't pick him anyway. Because I picked him you last cannot, week. Yeah, you couldn't. Yep, you couldn't pick Danny. <sighs> you know, James, I am going to say, I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to say that we're going to have, what, 12 winners and 11, or 12 winners and 13 races. Yeah, you're going to get another one, eh? Um, I am going to go with Kevin Harvick to get off the slump. Oh, the you here. like that one. Well, you know, you're, to your point, um, to the point against mine, uh, we, there's no there's no place like Darlington. Right. Like, Darlington is a, is a one of one. So if uh, if Kevin Harvick's going to stand out somewhere, it could be Darlington. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you and I picked the two drivers that have the most wins here in uh, – well, yeah, anybody. I mean, we ran here. Yeah, we <laughs> ran here three times last year for a reason. So, uh, you know, uh, for, uh, you know, for pandemic reasons. But, man, coming back here in the spring just takes me back to uh, when we came back last year. Yeah. And it was so weird. Uh, we've gotten used to it now. But, um, man, it was exciting to see cars back on the track. And, and it was Darlington that we came back to. So we've come around, uh, kind of puts a time frame on this on this pandemic a little bit. But, yeah. Um, and we were racing during the yeah. week and we were doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Double headers. Yeah. James, we did this crazy thing last year where we ran a race with no practice or qualifying. Yeah. Can you believe that? <laughs> what was that like? And now we do it all the time. Jeez. Yeah, I know. I know. We've come a long way since our last uh, spring darling. I guess, well, I guess it was summer Darlington at that point last year, but, um, but still this time frame. Um, we haven't run like a natural two races at Darlington in a long time. No. Um, 
in the in the schedule like oh since 04 but last year definitely special circumstances we came back and got got back to business so yep um glad we're still doing it i mean we've come a long way since then yeah and i mean i was uh not thrilled with atlanta getting a second date this year in the schedule uh but we only hear me complain about darlington getting a second date so nope i don't yeah i won't complain about that ever more Darlington, the better. One of my favorite tracks. I agree. I agree. Um, Fantasy League update. James, I don't want to talk about it. How about you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I am still Kyle in Larson, second man. somehow. Kyle Larson killed me on that last restart. <laughs> I went from second all day and then Ranger. Like, listen, Ranger's the best. He <laughs> is always up front. He's always winning. But Ranger, if you're listening to this, you got lucky this week, man. <laughs> I think he knows it. Yeah. I think <laughs> but so. listen, Ranger's the best. That that's he's the best at this thing. He's got to be cheating, I, right? I don't know. He found a way. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. He was down all day, and he shot up to the number one at the end of the race. So he must have had all of his money on Kyle. I don't know. But man, unbelievable! I couldn't believe Ranger got that win. He kicked everybody's butt. So yeah. I don't know. So top three: Ranger, Baron Speedway, our buddy Baron, and uh, Bird Ate You. I think somebody changed their name. I don't know who Bird Ate You is, but Bird Ate You uh, was third. Uh, Eric, we were 11th and 12th, respectively. Yeah. Um, not great. Uh, overall, you did say you were second. That is true. Ranger extends his lead. Uh, nobody's close. Eric, you're almost 200 points behind him That's in ridiculous. second. Uh, and then Fast to the Grass, third. And then Bird Ate You, fourth. And then I am uh, I'm fifth. We are all bunched up um, from really from third on back it's for eric you've got a little bit of separation not much but you've got a little separation there so you can hold your own and, and hang in on second you'll be you'll be just fine you'll I'll be just it. fine i'll take it yep yep yeah we, i don't think we're beating ranger but hey second's pretty good uh what you got for shout outs this week james anybody um Man, I'm trying to think i mentioned last week we've got a, we've got a special guest coming so we don't need to do that um but uh i don't know i don't think i have a trying to think of a specific shout out but i don't think i have one yeah i'll let you i'll let you go I'll, let me think about it for a second Do well, you have i'm one? not gonna help you much because i don't think i have one either um oh, no shout outs this week man no i don't think so um i'm looking back through my youtube history and seeing if there's anybody <laughs> that jumps out there but uh not really man. i had uh i had jr motorsports like one of my tweets this week that nice. was kind of cool i don't think anybody at jr motorsports listens but Maybe. Yeah, hey, who knows? Yeah. Maybe we could end up on Dirty Mo Media. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, they need more. They need more of us. Right. On their podcast network. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's funny. Come on, who the hell are those DBC guys and the Dale Jr. Dale Jr. Who the heck's right? that? Come on. Right? We can do I that. know. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Seriously. <sighs> All right. Anything else, James? Did we miss anything today? Nope, that's it, man. I think we nailed it all. There was a lot. Yeah, yeah, there was. Um, where can they find you on social media, James, if they want to hit you up during the week? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the po- uh, podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. If you want more of the podcast, you can find it at thesuperspeedway.com. You can find uh, show notes, links to articles we discussed, uh, past episodes, um, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, you can check that out there. Uh, you can find uh, find the podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. A little disappointed with Apple Podcasts this week because they updated on the, on iOS, and now it doesn't import the show in like immediately when it uh, comes out. Yep. 
So I don't know. It sucks because usually, I mean, if you had iTunes or if you had Apple Podcasts, you could listen to the show like literally seconds after I posted it. And I was trying yeah. to refresh the thing all night, trying to get the link just to share it on Twitter. And uh, and I couldn't see it. So they, I think they're updating it this week because there were some other issues with the podcast app. So hopefully it's fixed and we won't have that problem anymore. But uh, but yeah, otherwise, uh, you can get it on Apple Podcasts eventually. And everywhere else is slow to get it too. So um, despite the fact that we're recording this on uh, on Wednesday night, who knows when people actually get to listen to it. It's usually up by the next morning. So it was a, yeah, I saw it the next morning. It came through. Yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, wherever you find us today, we hope you subscribe and continue to listen and, uh, and join us next week as we will break down the, uh, Goodyear 400 at Darlington Speedway, um, truck series, Xfinity series, cup series, all in action this mother's day weekend. Uh, there's a shout out for you. Shout out all the mothers this weekend that are going to be yeah, happy mother's day, sitting moms. in front of the TV on Sunday, watching NASCAR, just the way it should be right. Happy. Yeah. Happy mother's day to your wife, Kay. Yeah. And look at, my wife, look at Aaron. you do give the shout out to my wife. You wanted, know. you wanted to do that for her birthday and you, you chickened out. I know. Now you're going to do it I here. Really, I had to, yeah, I know. That was a great post-show conversation, by okay, the way. Just so you know, I was going to say it. James just cut me off. So I did. I, hey, I took my opportunity this time. Yeah, exactly. I put K first too, just to yeah, right? spite you, man. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was all for you, bud. I hope your wife listens to the show and I hope you're in the doghouse for Oh, this. she doesn't. No, <laughs> no. But I do have family members who do, who will get back to her. I'll so. send her the audio clip. That's fine. All right, we'll be back next week to discuss Darlington, break it all down, and uh, chat with you, preview the next race coming up on the schedule. And until then, everybody, let's go racing. Oh, I knew I was going to do that, too. I knew I was going to do that, James, because I muted oh, the audio. No. I muted the audio on the soundboard because I was Because you're watching iRacing and doing the podcast at yeah, the same time. Yeah, and I Watch knew I was going to forget to unmute it. Yeah. Now, let's go racing. What a freaking amateur. That was so funny. <laughs>